Another episode of 360 Degrees. What? Is that the name of the show? Yeah, that's it. Okay. 360 Degrees. <laughs> you were thinking 365 Degrees? I don't know what I was thinking. It's, it's December I'm not going to lie like that. This was a crazy year. And I'm, 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 2018 cannot, cannot get here fast enough for me to get back on track because this year was the most whirlwindish year. For me, personally, career-wise, life-wise, financially, socially, mentally, ever, in a long time, I can say ever, in a long time, but all to the great benefit of being able to gain insight from it and recalibrate in order to be the best me I can be from here on out, you know what I'm saying? Right. And that's a chore, making the right decisions, associating with the right people, putting the right information out there. And just keep growing, you know, using every day to learn, to educate myself, you know, to get information that's going to benefit me as well as others. And don't waste time and be mindful of my interactions and be mindful of my actions and be mindful of what I'm doing or what I want to do and stay, stay steadfast and stay focused. It's easy to get distracted. The media, <laughs> the media, the, the news, it, it, could, it could definitely distract you, you know what I'm saying? You, even the businesses you work for, the, the things that they do can definitely distract you. But, you know, you got to have a definitive goal and then take the baby steps or take the steps it takes to get that goal. But without a goal, you're just going through the motions. You look back on a year and you be like, wow, I don't even, didn't really do anything or da, da, da. I'm trying to be like Odie in 2018 and go on like four or five vacations. You know what I'm saying? Do it, do it, do it. Well, all right, all right, all right. Well, let's begin the broadcast. Odie, go ahead. Do your thing. All right, guys. So, uh, as Blue kind of spotlight or spotlit, yeah, spotlit for us, I guess. Um, we have some things to look forward to in 2018, and we have some things we definitely like to forget in 2017. So, I'd like to call this episode our Suds and Duds compilation, where we just talk about the great things of 2017, things that were not so great, and then definitely have a look at what was good in 2018, things we can't wait for. So, shout out to, I think, hmm, okay, let's start with movies, because I know um, we can definitely, I think we can agree, or maybe agree to disagree on some of these. As far as 2017 is concerned, what are you thinking about as far as some of the things that looked really good to you in 2017, things we couldn't get enough of as far as film goes. Me, I want to see if you guys mention what, what I thought. Me, you know, some of the things, some of the best things was like um, the Me Too movement was big. I think that really brought a lot of light on that, if anything, it, it prompted conversations on appropriate interactions between people, you know what I'm saying? And you know, it, 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 on the flip side, it was also one of the worst things because it shined a lot of light on past 
interactions between people that and sometimes it might have been culturally appropriate, you know what I'm saying? And yet people are feeling the fallout of it, you know, years after some of these things might have occurred, which is killing their livelihoods and killing their careers. I mean, we've all read stories or heard information about, you know, an actress you know, something or cozying up to a director in order to get famous. And now, what, 20 years later behind that incident, she's saying that she was sexually harassed, but she might have put herself in that position in order to get, you know what I'm saying, a, a good role or a, a good acting gig. And I'm not saying anyone in particular, but, you know, you got to think, especially in the, the rolling 60s, the 70s, the 80s, that whole culture of sex and drugs, you know, you know, we're in a different time now, which is fueled a little bit differently. But I mean, even myself as a, a former music producer, or even as a photographer, some inferences might have been made at studio sessions or photo sessions, which could have leaned towards, oh, she's trying to, you know, get on the cover of the magazine and trying to cozy up to me. I might, I may have, may or may not have played into it. But you know, years down the line, you know, it might have came out that I made a conversation sexually proposing her to get on the um, cover of the magazine. Well, no, that's not possible. I don't have say so on the cover of my magazine. I'm not the person over the whole magazine. I'm strictly the, the, the um, creative director. Therefore, you would have to talk to Felicia or Isaac. But, you know, you just say that, oh, he didn't get me on the cover because I didn't do such and such. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so well, that's super, super specific. Huh? That's super, super specific. <laughs> right. I'm just saying in general. That was just an example. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. Um, I definitely say Me Too was like at the top of the hashtag movement. Um, but um, what do you what are you thinking about, Mars? There was a, there were a lot of uh, I'm sure political hashtags that uh, you could think of. You know, it, it's hard for me to concentrate on the hashtags when just the words that people are saying were just absolutely stupid and I think this year was the year of the sucker because a lot of mm. people on Twitter bought into a lot of stuff that were blatant lies I just saw just this morning I saw Ted Cruz get on the Florida Senate and tell a string of lies like if, if his string of lies was a video game combo in a fighting game the other guy would have lost their quarter because it would have been like flawless victory dead and like that's how many lies he strung together in one shot and nobody challenged him no one on the senate floor said hey ted that's a goddamn lie nope and his pe i mean on twitter it's just sucker after sucker after sucker i had a guy tell me basically that uh you know talking about the new uh taxing which i'll talk about in the new year uh he basically just said that well i did my taxes and I'm going to say $3,000. So maybe you just wait and see before you judge. And I was like, first of all, we don't know how much money you make. We don't know how you did your taxes because you're using last year's numbers because the new W-2s don't come out until January. So right. there's so much people just spreading out bad information. But the thing, the fact of the matter is a lot of people are just buying into it. So Twitter, is just, it's just been the year of the sucker. Like a lot of people just buying in the stuff that's just blatantly, outwardly not true. So there's not even a hashtag associated with it. It's just basically you're full of shit. That's basically Twitter in in 20. Uh, aside from the Me Too hashtag, of course, is like the hashtag should have just been shut your fat mouth because basically no one anything aside from Me Too, no one anything anybody really had to say was all that important or true.
I know I'm being I, I know I'm being a cynical bastard, but it is what it is. Oh yeah, if you're on Twitter, I'm yeah, cynical bastard. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Well, on a lighter note, I will say this: uh, as far as movies are concerned, and enter- the entertainment space goes, um, I'm definitely going to give. I was really conflicted as far as like my studs of 2017 as far as the movies were concerned. So this was a terrible year for movies. I'm sorry. If, unless you were like a Marvel fan or like into some sort of like DC Comics thing, which I'm which I'm not. I'm admittedly not. Um, I've watched like a couple of movies in, in those franchises, but I'm not a regular watcher. So mm-hmm. this year really, really stunk as far as movies are concerned. I think, movies, I think there are some great... Not, some not great. in the movie theaters. Maybe I should rephrase. Not in the movie theaters. There was a lot of good okay. content on okay. Netflix. Okay. But there, there were not in the movie theaters. Nothing that made me say, damn, I can't wait to spend $15 on that. Um, but I'll say Get Out and Girls Trip. Yeah, get Girls out. Trip, Girls trip, I can take it or leave it. I enjoyed it, but it doesn't stand out like, oh, I gotta see it again. I, can, I definitely would want to see it again because I know that there were a lot of funny parts in there that I missed. Like, because it was so funny, you know, people were just laughing and it kind of spilled over into the next joke and I missed some of the some of the content. So, Girls should probably enjoy it. I hope new, there's a second one. This new thing, this new way that people are filming... To me, it's just the high definition takes a, robs the movie of their value. It's just like it's too crisp. Is, is anyone else feeling like that? <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't need to see the pimples on Regina's face. I just don't. <laughs> I'll put it like this. Have you ever seen Boogie Nights with uh, Mark Wahlberg? I have. I have. There was that whole thing, the, 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 the subplot about Burt Reynolds' character who, who directs porn, about porn going from film to VHS. And he felt that VHS was just a cheaper medium. And eventually, toward the end of the film, he had to kind of fold and just say, okay, well, now I got to do my videos on VHS now, you know, because he felt that it was just cheaper, you know. And now I, I found out that now, saw, what was it? Not Paramount. It might be Paramount. One, one of the movie studios, uh, whichever movie studio does Anchorman 2, Anchorman 2, I found out, was their last movie on film. All their other films mm-hmm. after that have, have been digital. So a lot okay. of other movie studio, studios are trying to get away from film, except in certain instances where they want to get the, the nostalgic people and just go toward digital. So I for mean, me, it makes sense. I mean, film is only going to give you so much quality. Yes. Digital is as sharp as it gets. But I'm just saying it's too sharp. I, you know, I know, you know, I do a little filmography, and um, we we use layers to make it look a certain way, and I just think that. To me, Girl Talk looked like it was shot on an iPhone 10. That's all I'm saying. It was just that. It was too short. It, like, it didn't look like a movie. It looked like it could have been shot, you know, on your phone. And, and, and I guess for me, it's, it's a little different because I watch a lot of superhero movies where the digital stuff makes it better as opposed to watching something okay. like, 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 a, like Girls Night, where to me, having right. a movie like that would be distracting, you know? Right, right, right. Um, but Get Out was definitely a phenomenal film. I'm trying to think, was there anything in that league? I, across the board, I'm going to have to agree with Odie besides my Marvel, because I'm into Marvel. So I appreciated the Marvel releases this um, past year. Thor, I can watch. As a matter of fact, if Thor's playing somewhere, I will watch that again um, in the theater, because that one was one of the... 
And I don't even fuck with Thor like that. You know what I'm saying? Thor is you like, know, I mean, it, 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 it's funny. <laughs> usually the third movie in a series is usually the worst or just mediocre. And uh, I haven't seen Thor Ragnarok yet. I'm probably going to see it because I'm off next week. So I got to catch up. I got to mm-hmm. watch Thor. I got to watch Star Wars. And I have Get Out on video. And I still haven't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. That That's a long okay. story. I guess watching right, right, the horror movies, it got pushed off to the side. But no, I understand. Um, I'm, I'm right there with you. Like, like the first Thor I thought was good. The second one was just meh. But everybody who I know saw the third one said it was absolutely amazing. And I was just like, amazing. You don't, they did a you great job. They did you don't normally job. see the third movies where they hit their stride. It's usually the second, you know. So I'm, I'm right, excited. Right, right, right. They make the, yeah. I, see, I, I disagree with you. I thought the first one sucked. I thought the second one was okay. Same thing with Iron Man. I mean, not Iron Man, Captain America. I thought the first one was not that great. The second one was absolutely amazing. Was that Winter Soldier, right? Winter Soldier. Man, that was... I could, I could watch that again. And I, I'm not even the kind of cat that can watch a movie more than one time. I could watch I, that I, one again. You know, I'll so. put it like this. I, I read the comics, so I know mm. who Winter Soldier is. And I still mm. just had that look on my face when his mask comes off and he sees it as Bucky. And I'm still just like... You know, even though I knew exactly who he was and what was right, going right, right, I read right, the comics, right. and it, and that's how good a movie that was in Civil War. They I did a, that, that was a like great storyline, great action. I mean, I hate to say it on you know live podcasting or anything, but I, I teared up a little bit. That that relationship, that friendship was was real. Mm-hmm. And all, it was just, I mean, who has friendships like that? I mean, when you were throwing all the way for your friend, you know. What so I'm saying? The, the the line that he says where he says. Even when I had nothing, I had Bucky. That's, that pretty much just sums it all up right there. Right, right. So yeah. you know he yeah. wasn't going to let anything happen to him if he could help it. And Spider-Man, Homecoming. I was a little skeptical, but gee whiz, this one feels more like the comic book than any of the other ones in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? I, I will say one thing about mm-hmm. Spider-Man that I think was very minor, as a, but as okay. a comic book reader, it was actually great. Because with mm-hmm. the, the with the Iron Man suit, if you read the comics, Spider Man's suit doesn't have a face, right? It just has the right. eyes. So, mm-hmm. um, in the comics, if he's surprised or anything like that, the artist draws the eyes bigger or smaller, even though they really mm-hmm. can't do that, right? But mm-hmm. in in the movie, it the suit let him be more expressive as Spider Man as far as his face goes because the eyes move because it's part of the suit. That sounds I don't, really, I, really specific. I, 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 <laughs> I like that a lot as well. I know that's I very minor, but... I thought it was introduced way too early in the storyline. That should have been something he got as a, when he became the man Spider-Man, not the boy Spider-Man. See, I thought that he should have still been... But then we would have to explain how does he get a nice spiffy suit. He's 15 years old. How did he design a suit of any degree? At, at Even at my age now, I might can sew up a pajama looking Spider-Man suit I got nothing streamlined like how I look in the comic like how oh, do you but, even but, come but, up with but that but the know? thing is if, if, if you remember in Civil War that's what he had he just had what, what did Tony Stark call it he called it a onesie <laughs> you know mm. and he had goggles, <laughs> you know before Stark gave him the upgraded suit that's exactly what he had and put it yeah. like this the suit that he had in the movies wasn't even as good as the suit that he had that he sewed up when he was a kid in, in the comics mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so it, it was definitely an upgrade, but I mean, I saw Spider-Man: Homecoming. I, I want to say three times uh, in the movies, at least twice oh, okay. that I know of. And uh, Guardians of the Galaxy was actually really good too. And uh, and Logan was amazing. And I, I will say this: I hadn't really been oh, big man, in Logan. movies. 
Yeah, but Logan was. that with Wolverine dies hurts me to my heart. But yeah, Logan was exceptionally well done. It could have been done a little bit better, but now that everybody's under Disney, we can have the kind of storylines we need with other parts of the uh, MCU universe, and it's a beautiful place to be. And and the thing is, uh, they they talked about it between uh, DC. They said that uh, Marvel is more producer driven. So Kevin Feige is, you know, he's a huge comic book fan. So a lot of the comic book stuff that ends up in the movies is because of Feige. They said that the first Captain America, they wanted to be half in the 1940s and half in modern day. And Kevin Feige said, no, we're going to do it all in the 40s because that's where Captain mm-hmm. America's origin lies. And then they just did the, the, the five or six minutes, you know, uh, after he comes out of the ice, you know. So, um, yeah. it, it, and it worked out better that way because Feige is a fan. When you have somebody like, like Justice League, right, what do you have people who aren't fans of the, of the comic? Even um, Brian Singer, when he did the X-Men movies, he was telling them, look, do not... Was it Brian Singer? I, I, I don't want to tell lies. But he was like, don't bring... Don't read comics. Don't bring them on the set. Because we're doing these as, as my vision. And that's why a lot of those X-Men movies suck. <laughs> mm-hmm. Except for maybe First Class. I did like First Class, and I did like uh, Days of Future's Past. I wasn't a big fan of the last one that came out, though. The one with Apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, First Class was phenomenal. The Apocalypse one. Yeah, I didn't care for that one as much, but it was pretty cool. It was all right. 20, 2018 is going to be really good. Um, the Shape of Water, which came out on Friday. I, I'm going to see this sometime this weekend, maybe yeah. the day or tomorrow. What yeah, exactly I love that about, right? films that step outside the box a little bit. That's my shit right there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It all started when I first saw one like that that I recall. I'm pretty sure I saw others, but this one called Memento stands out with um, Guy Pierce. Yes. And that kind of set me on the path of watching movies that don't typically follow a, um, a Hollywood format. So, you know, anything like that, that can... You know, and you know, a lot of times you might see these on like Netflix or off or um things of that nature. Right. But the fact that you know they can hit the screen, then that's what's up. Like for instance, they have a uh, what they call a Hollywood type quality movie on um, Netflix coming. I don't know if it's there yet or not. With Will Smith called Bright. It's, it's there. A lot of it's, it's getting some mixed reviews. I've for the most part, people are really feeling it. Huh? I've heard terrible things. It very much reminds me of, I don't know why, it reminds me of Alien. Remember that, the series? It was a movie. Oh, no, that no, they you did know, you know about uh, a, uh, Alienation. Alienation. That's right. Alienation. Alienation. Yeah, that, that, I think that came out. Oh, I was thinking about, I was thinking about V. I don't know if I've ever seen Alienation. Yeah, that's the one where they had the aliens that came to Earth to coexist. They, they get drunk off of rotten milk and they and uh, salt water burns their skin. I thought that and, was V. No, V is the one where the aliens are trying to take over. The, they were like the reptile people with the human skins. And they actually they did a remake of it a few years ago, but it got canceled. But it was starting to get a little good. Interesting. Okay. Well, changing gears a little bit. Y'all know I have been saying this from the early love and hip hop days. I love Cardi B. He is winning this year. Hit after hit after hit. Her versus. 
Huh? She's nominated for a Grammy, isn't she? She is. She has several, actually. Um, but, you know, I'm pulling for the best new artist one just because y'all already know my students. You can only get that once. You can always aspire to get best album of the year some other time, but that best new artist shit, you're only up for it once. You can only possibly win it once. So, you know what? Uh, Cardi uh, B. Uh, uh, if Cardi B wins, I don't care. As long as uh, little uh, Uzi Vert doesn't win it, I don't care who else wins it. So if Cardi wins it, at that, that'd be fine by me. So long as it's not little Uzi Vert. So. I should imagine Cardi B up there thanking God, thanking her fiance, thanking everybody. I just, I feel like it would be genuine. I think the Grammys would see a moment. Remember when um, 3-6 Mafia won the Oscar and they jumped up on the stage and everybody was like surprised at how like a normally stuffy ass event you know, became so, like, real all of a sudden. I feel right. like that's what Cardi B will bring to the Grammys this year, and I hope that she gets her ass up on that stage and just shows out, because when I think of hard workers and think of consistent people and just consistent rappers, yeah, Cardi B gets it. And I could actually, despite, like, her trap sound, I really actually understand what she's saying, Whereas most of the trap rappers like fall into that mumble rap category and I'd be like, what the hell did they just say? I don't know what they're talking about. Right. Um, so I didn't really appreciate Cardi B. And Bodak Yellow is my shit. Like, I, that song will forever have a special place in my heart. It just, it took a long time to get old to me. So shout out to Cardi B. And then um, I would say, as far as also uh, other songs, honorable mentions, Unforgettable stood out, the French Montana song. It was like a good summer banger. You know, I think Afrobeats in general did really well this year. So think about, um, and then we're going to come back to that later as far as things to look forward to in 2018. But Afrobeats were pretty much winning. I like the, the fusion of, you know, African music, kind of reggae, reggae tone. And we heard it a lot more in pop culture because uh, Ed Sheeran's hit, Piece of You, or what, what the hell was the name of that song? But the, the Ed Sheeran song, like, that song was a banger because of how it sounded. And I hope I hope to see more of that in 2018, especially for the summer. I mean, for what me... What do you guys as far as music? From, as far as music goes, you know me. I'm just a crusty old man of, of music. I'm like, oh, that's not music. And I figure because Run the Jewels didn't have an album this year and... Uh, there is an R&B song that I like. I had to go with something heavy metal. I'm a big fan of a, a progressive metal band called Mastodon, and they released an album this year called uh, The Emperor of Sand, and they do a lot of concept albums. So it's basically, for those who don't know, a concept album is basically an album that tells a story. So if you're an old rock guy, you may think of The Who doing uh, albums like, uh, like, like Tommy. Or if you're a hip-hop fan from my day, you may think of... Uh, the Equinox from Organized Confusion or Live and Let Die from Present Day, Present Day Logic does a lot of that. Like, I think like three out of four of his albums were, were con- or not three out of four, but like he's done, um, I would say like at least two out of three rather. Right. Are at least concept albums and they definitely tell a progressive story. Yeah. But, uh, but they have, but the lead single from that album, which is called um, uh, The Sultan's Curse, that was basically... I played that song a lot this year, so there wasn't really. What is anything. it about? Uh, 
basically exactly as the, as the name implies. Like I said, they tell a lot of stories, but their stories are more like fantasy based. Okay. So they have out, you know, like a, and also have to do a lot with history. So you know, they the Sultan's curse, of course, goes back in the ancient Egypt. They had uh, oblivion, which for a time dealt with uh, uh, Russia in the 1840s and stuff like that. So it was, um, you know, it's. It was in, it was in heavy rotation in uh, in my uh, in, in my player this year, you know, and I don't like everything Mastodon puts out, but I, I did for me that was like a big comeback from their last album. So if you are a metal mm-hmm. fan, check it out. Okay, all right. So uh, as far as TV shows go, um, of course, I, even though it, it wasn't its first season, Insecure, I thoroughly enjoyed again this year. I can't wait to see. It's definitely part of my looking ahead. Um, I want to see more of what Issa Rae brings to the table. I see too many parts of myself in the characters on Insecure. And I I just, and like the conversation we were having earlier about how we kind of shoot things now is, um, I don't normally pay attention to those types of things, but I will say I do pay a little more attention on Insecure. There's something about the way the black people look on camera on that show, especially like darker skinned people. They have this bomb ass glow that doesn't always, it doesn't always look right. Um, you know, you know exactly how they shoot it. They shoot it. If you remember like the Lauren Hill X Factor video, she has like this blue light on her and she was moving in slow motion. The shit was just mad sexy. That and I think of the intro to Belly. I've never watched Belly all the way through, but I remember that intro. And the the model that was in there, she had this beautiful dark skin, and the way they had the light kind of shining on her, I was like, that's dope as hell. So I don't I don't know if Issa Rae was watching Lauren Hill, and that's where she got the inspiration from, or she was watching Belly, but she's kind of shooting black people in that same light, and it's definitely refreshing to see. And I pay a little more attention when she does that. Yeah, um, I- Go ahead. No, 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 no. Uh, I, I was just going to say I, I, I haven't seen that show yet, but I'm, I'm curious to see it because it, it'll be nice to see. And I know I'm being very cynical here. It'll be nice to see a show where black people actually act like people. You know, I, I grew up in the whole home voice from outer space thing, and I still owe Flex Alexander a beating for making that show, and of course the executive who greenlighted that show. You know. And it's one of the reasons why I don't really watch a lot of shows with black folks in it because I don't want to get mad at how we're being portrayed. But there were a lot of shows like, um, oh, God, what was that show that uh, the guy from Living Color was in? The Carmichael Show, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I, I saw a couple episodes of that, and I, and I do like that show. I, I think it got canceled. And then, of course, Blackish. I, I, Blackish was, was really funny. Like, they, they do kind of play around with race, but they actually make it kind of funny. Like, they had a clip. That I posted on Facebook where the uh, uh, Anthony Michael Anderson, if I'm pronouncing his name right, where he's at work and there's a little white girl on the elevator who's lost and then he just kind of abandons her because he just knows that, okay, no one's going to believe me that I'm just helping this little white girl. And then you see his, um, his co-workers come in. They were like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm late. I had to take the steps. There's a little white girl on the elevator. <laughs> it's white co yep. Like, you're a monster, you know? Charlie so they is were- hilarious. I, I really do love that show. And I remember when it first premiered, I was like, hmm, I'm not really sure about this one. I'm definitely, the only thing that made me give that show a shot was Tracy Ellis Ross. I love Tracy Ellis Ross from Girlfriend's Days. 
And right. I still am a little upset that I don't have any closure to girlfriends, but it's fine. I moved on. She's really out here working consistently. Now, and when, she's when, beloved. When, when that show canceled, they didn't get a final episode? They, yeah, they didn't have, like, it, it kind of ended weird. Like, I think they were trying to get another season out of it so we uh. could get proper closures, but it just didn't end properly. Um, the game was a spinoff of that show as well. And um, that show, I remember, went on hiatus. It got canceled, and then BET picked it up. Um, and I think that's what Girlfriends was trying to do, but it just never got there. Like, it, it just ended in a very weird place. Like, uh, they ended the show, didn't get right. Didn't get, you know, a proper ending, proper send-off. So, yeah, I, I love Blackish. Um, part of the looking ahead scope of things, I'm definitely looking forward to Grownish, which is going to be a spinoff of that. It's going to be on um, Freeform, which is basically uh, the new ABC family, and um, it's it's focusing on Zoe, the oldest daughter, the oldest child going off to college, and what her experience is going to be like. So and it's going to be, like, 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 uh, be like like a different world was for the college. It's a different world, exactly. Mm-hmm. She's going off to college. Um, so she's, of course, trying to figure things out. She actually does, I think she, yeah, she's going to college in the state of California where they're from on Blackish. So, you know, she's not going to be too, too far away, um, but just far enough away where she's still going to be figuring some shit out by herself. And uh, Chloe and Hallie, who are Beyonce's protégés, are going to be on the show as well. So I can't wait to see them shine. It's just going to be, um, and the and the real actress, uh that plays Zoe on the show. In real life, this girl is is really black girl magic. I think she... I can't remember what school she got accepted into, but I know she's taking a year off before she continues her education. And this girl got... You know, she got her recommendation letter from Michelle Obama. You know, and she's, like, best friends with the older daughter. So, it's... Like, she's really out here just doing it big. Like, she's intelligent. She's beautiful. I can't wait to see her on the show. I just feel like we definitely need more of those images. Um, and I can't wait to see more black writers, producers, actors creating more content so we can get that kind of information out there because um, people try to say, oh, well, like, you know, like, you know, don't watch Love and Hip Hop because, well, you know, sometimes people in the world, that's all they see of black people. And I'm just like, well, if that's all they choose to look for then I don't know what to say because I'm watching the same shit and I know what other content is out there um and I know Issa Rae is supposed to be creating some shows I think one show she's creating is going to focus on it's going to be like a 90210 type of show but with black people um modern day I guess more dramatic but to me I don't I don't know we'll see I'm I'm definitely here for it um, I definitely need more information about that, but I, it's something uh, I look forward to. I'll I put it like this. When you mentioned when people say don't watch stuff like, uh, and, and, I, and I'm one of those guys, but I have to put it in perspective. I'll put it like this. If there are more shows coming out that show black people in a positive light, then I don't care about the other shows that maybe don't. You know, because I'm not saying that this stuff doesn't happen. It's just that that's not all we are. So if all people see of us is, is empire and stuff like that, but then again, like you said, maybe we're just not looking hard enough for the positive stuff because it is out there. And but not to mention though, for every you know, for every episode of Love and Hip Hop, there are Honey Boo Boos and what's that family? The family that plays like Country Bumpkins. 
but they were making like millions of dollars. Talk about you talk about Duck Dynasty. Dynasty. With, with those like, young beards and, and became hillbillies and then tricked a bunch of nobody people thinks, hillbillies. Right, but no white person thinks like, oh, all white people are like this. So that's you know, bullshit. Like, you know, if you uh, believe that, you want to believe it. I'm going to put it to you like this. I, I worked with a woman. Uh, you know, we're out here in North Carolina. She was born and raised in North Carolina, so she has the accent. And when she went to Ohio, to another branch of our company, like, they were kind of like making fun of her accent. You know, because they would figure, well, she's got a country accent. She's not as smart as the rest of them. But here's the thing. Her two favorite shows were Duck Dynasty, Honey Boo Boo. You understand? That's like me saying, oh, I'm tired of people, you know, people treating black people like we nobodies. Now I'm going to go watch Homeboys in Outer Space. You know, you're feeding into that whole horse shit, you know. And <laughs> it, it, it kind of has that effect. But some people, like you said, some people don't see it. They don't see, like, that's how they're being portrayed as just, you know, uh, country bunkins and idiots. And they're just like, oh, just entertainment, not realizing, oh, yeah, that's how people see you. Even though, and even though this person who I work with, uh, she's very intelligent. She's highly intelligent. But uh, because of her accent, people play her down and it annoyed her, not realizing that the shows that she loves is glorifying that stereotype that she just didn't really see it. Mm. All right, well, fair enough, fair enough. Well, um, let's see what else we got. TV show, I guess I'll throw in honorable mentions, Stranger Things, Power. Um, look forward to seeing more of that. They, they have been the most engaged this year um, as far as watching. And when I say most engaged, I... I qualify those things as can't wait till they come out. I'm going to watch within, you know, a day or two of them actually um, broadcasting. But right. some of that has to do with school stuff too, because you know, during like the spring and fall semesters, I always get behind on TV shows. And so most of the actually these shows came out during the summer, with the exception of Stranger Things. So which I was allowed to binge watch, so that was okay, I guess. Um, and, and, and no spoilers for Stranger Things. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finally finish watching it this week. I got two episodes left. Right, right. And, and that's the thing, too, with Stranger Things. I kind of like to pace it because it's so good. But then it's like, well, damn, like, I, I have to finish this eventually because otherwise the new season will be here. So, um, yeah. So I would say the <laughs> two things I'm looking forward to the most in 2018 or Black Panther, because I'm going to take my good black-ass dollar to the theater probably Thursday night, because the movie comes out on a Friday, right? So I'll go, like, to the Thursday night showing, dressing all black like the Omen, and sit down and spend my money, and I, I just cannot wait to watch Black Panther. That's, that's definitely number one on my list. Um, it's coming back, and I actually take this back. There's three things now because um, I forgot, completely forgot. Atlanta is returning in 2018, so more Donald Glover. Looking forward to that, and um, and loving Hip Hop Miami. The trailer just came out. I know I told you it might be painful to watch because we've been talking about different um, reality shows and their portrayal of black people, but that super trailer was eh. I cannot wait for Love and Hip Hop Miami. Did you watch it? Did you actually watch it or you couldn't get through like the past 10 seconds? Uh, 
that's not really my type of show. But here's the thing. I, I can't knock it because I haven't actually seen it. So I, 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 I think of other shows like it. So that's, so that's really not fair for me to do. But I haven't really seen it. So I can't say anything. Let me tell you something. In this particular instance, this is going to be – this one is so – so different from the other ones this one actually looks like they put some money into it they actually put a thought process into it though it might i think it might be more heavily scripted than the previous ones and they don't seem to be catering to the same formula per se as the previous ones like in new york or hollywood because you know miami got their own vibe they seem to have legitimate not only do they have legitimate stars they have up and coming that don't seem like they're just Rudy Poots. They look like they really have something that we will be interested in seeing them get to the next level, kind of like Cardi B, I guess. And um, they have another storyline of somebody who's like a, a, a I don't know, a, a gangster from the Cuban descent that that storyline by itself would carry for me. Oh, yes, absolutely. So the storyline we're referring to is uh, this girl. I don't remember her name, but she is her parents are going through a divorce and <laughs> her parents are going through a divorce daddy's like fuck your mama I'm not giving her another fucking dime and the mom was like well if you testify against him in court I'll make sure that you're straight and the the son was like I mean the father was just like well I'm going to make you my um, my heiress and you can inherit everything if you don't so of now my my uh, friend in hairstyles yesterday. We were talking about this trailer yesterday, and she said that um, she said that she saw a trailer where the where the girl flipped the table and called her mama a bitch and said I'm a millionaire bitch and walked away. So it just seems like extra dramatic and good and juicy, and I cannot wait to watch. I'll be watching probably fresh every week. I don't see myself waiting to watch this one, um, but. There's Gunplay is up here. Gunplay is a rapper. Apparently, he's from Florida. When I visited Miami, the first time I visited Miami, I, I went and visited like my mom's friend's son or whatever because he was supposed to show us around and stuff like that. So I remember him always saying, "Oh, you can go." He was like, "You in Miami Beach, but don't go over the bridge." And when and we were like, "Whatever," like, "What the fuck does that mean?" And apparently when they say that, that just is like referring to the part of Miami that like Gunplay and like Trina refer to when they're rapping. It's like the bad part of Miami, the rough part of Miami. So um, I guess Gunplay is from that part. And he's, this dude, I don't know if you guys remember, but he has long ass locks and he's known for having a swastika tattoo. I don't remember any music from him, but this dude's name is Gunplay. Like, what the fuck kind of name is that? I don't know. But he's on the show, um, and they kind of alluded to him facing battling some addictions because his girlfriend or some woman in his life finds, like, a $100 bill, and she sees it folded up, and I guess she immediately knows that he's using that to snort coke or something. I don't know. So that's his storyline. And then Trina, Trina was on The Breakfast Club the other day, and she was talking big shit, probably because she deserved to. But essentially, she said something to the effect of Mona Scott, who is the producer of all of the Love & Hip Hop franchises, had to approve who was going to be on the show based on Trina's words. So if Trina said she wasn't going to film with them, they had to actually um, comply. And she said, 
you know, ain't nobody going to be throwing drinks on me and, you know, things like that. Um, and it seems the, re- the reason I believe Trina is because when you look at the cast, she has like two cousins on the show. One is an openly gay rapper named Bobby Light. And one is her, uh, the other woman is her cousin who is married to Trick Daddy, which I did not know that Trick Daddy was married to Trina's cousin. And they've been married apparently for 17 years and are in the process of going through a divorce. So Trick Daddy's going to be on the show. That's his storyline. Trina's just going to be up there being a bad bitch. I'm not entirely sure what her storyline is, but she seems to have definitely had um, maybe some EP input as far as who's going to be on the show and who's going to be doing what. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. I think my favorite character, I want to see how, I think my next Cardi B obsession uh, from the Love and Hip Hop franchise is going to be Amara Lanegra. She's um, she's actually like a Cuban rapper um, and singer, and she's rocking a natural fro. It's, it's so curly and good and big that it looks fake almost, but I think it is her real hair. I look forward to seeing what she has to offer. So um, I'll be watching January 1st, Love and Hip Hop Miami. So I don't know. What else you got? Hmm. <laughs> I will be looking forward to it. I'll be looking forward to it as well. Um, I think that's going to be one of the... I think that was going to set the bar for the team. Now, whatever happened to that Houston one? Mm, I've never heard anything about Houston. I don't know if they couldn't get the the talent pool right or whatever but honestly without Trina I think he tried to do Love and Hip Hop Miami without Trina but everybody knows like if it wasn't for Trina I wouldn't watch I wouldn't watch like I, I just I, go, I, don't know. I mean I think she's, she's a footnote in my opinion Trick that is a footnote mm-hmm. I think that even without those two those other storylines were so powerful besides but that look at how boy one. she brought to the table though like it, it, that's the thing yeah. like she also like Trina was talking big shit because she deserved to like she brought those people to the table so she did well she did a great job and she should definitely be duly compensated like I said I don't you know me me and Mert don't get too close about that series you know you and Charles y'all up in it but this one (laughs) I'm actually I find myself interested in it you know what I'm saying alright so yeah that's I mean those are my studs and duds um Mr. Robot was a standout um, season this year. I don't know if any of y'all watched that. It comes, it comes on. Um, I forgot what channel it comes on. FX or IFC? I can't remember. No, USA. I think it's USA. Yeah, no, it's USA. Um, one of the best, you know, series that really speaks to what's going on in this world, but from a, a hacker's viewpoint, and it's, it's it's amazing. It's amazing. The guy who plays the. Um, um, the lead actor the, if he don't play his role like, I don't really think he's really schizophrenic or whatever diagnosis they gave him he, 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 he playing the shit out of that role you know what I'm saying right so that's another show to be on the lookout for in 2018 definitely binge worthy if you haven't seen it and I want to say all episodes are available on Spectrum um, on demand if I'm not mistaken Well, overall duds, or also known as people taking L's in 2017, and we're fine with them going in 2018. The movie category, Rough Night. I'm all set on that. 
that was the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. Um, yeah, that, it was I terrible. I'll I, I um, say one thing about that movie, uh, and this is just me being a total chauvinist pig. I think that Zoe Kravitz looks good in that movie, probably better than she did in Dope. Like, Dope, like, she wasn't really... But then again, she was... I mean, how old is Zoe Kravitz anyway? She's not that old, is she? She's, no, she's like her early early to mid-20s, maybe. Okay, so, okay. But I mean, because... And I'm like, at least you look good in that movie. You know, that's the only thing I could take away from that movie. Because I like... And the, the worst thing about Rough Night... I like the actresses because I like Jillian Bell. Yeah. I like Scarlett Johansson. I like uh, sorry, I keep calling her the Sorry Night Live girl. Um, and then I, I especially like uh, Alana Glazer from uh, Broad City. So to have them all in that movie, and you think, oh, this movie's gonna be awesome, and it, it just sucked dog dick. It was just absolutely terrible. It was basically um, what, what did we say last time? What was that movie with um? Yeah, where they killed all the people, like where they ended up killing people. With, um, very bad things. It was like someone yeah. said, "Hey, let's do very bad things, but let's put all women in it and let's make it suck." So that's exactly what happened here. So terrible. Well, one of um, Empire um, has Empire's ratings has declined, but I still know quite a bit of people that watch it. Um, I got caught up watching it myself, um, but only because I was at someone else's home and I couldn't change the channel like that's it. So, I didn't change the channel and I got caught up watching it jumped right in and hadn't watched in a couple of seasons and um, sure enough I was like oh I know exactly what's going to happen and I called it and it's just that predictable where I just feel like mm, they should definitely bow out gracefully like they're already not going to go out on top um, so they should at least go out as close to the top as they can and wrap that shit up. Empire should go away, for sure. You know, a, a lot of shows kind of know, like, okay, we, we've jumped the shark enough times, it's time to lay it down. Like, even like something like Person of Interest, they gave him like a half season to finish Person of Interest. And I love that show, don't get me wrong. But at least they had their half season to finish off the show and then have closure and stuff like that. And maybe... I mean, I've never watched a single episode of Empire, but it's sounding like that's what needs to happen. Give them a half season, let them wrap that shit up and just move on. Because it used to be where a show could last 10, 12 years. And then at the yeah. seventh, it starts to jump the shark a bit, you know. And then now, if a show lasts five seasons nowadays that isn't a medical drama or a procedural police series, that's rare. So give it, that, right. give it, the, give it those five seasons. And then, and then um, with... Empire, are they full seasons or just like like 13 episodes? Yeah, they're full seasons because, yeah, they have a like a fall season and they come back in like March or something. Oh, so so they do have like 22, 23 episodes per season or something like that. Mm -hmm. Probably, yeah. It's time to lay it down. Give them them 12 episodes, let them just finish it off, you know, and then just be done with it because uh, you said, what what season are, are they on now? I think they're on their fourth because yeah. I haven't watched them about since the second one. So I think they're in their fourth. I mean, no matter how much hay you feed a horse, there's only so much horse shit it can generate before you're like, okay, that's enough. So yeah. it's it's time. <laughs> and this is coming so from somebody time. who hasn't watched a single episode. <laughs> well, hey, take my word for it. Trust me, you're not missing nothing. All right, so next up on my list. Is hold on, hold on. I want to talk about Empire. 
that okay. guy, the direct, I think it's really the director. He on um, spend off and got that other show, and I think he's kind of. It's almost like you divide your writers, so you don't have enough good quality for both shows. You know what I'm saying? Like, like ever uh, when Timbaland left, the music went down. Like it, yeah. It, it it's just. Oh, Timbaland's not on there anymore. No, he he left. Oh, I didn't know that. And you, I didn't know that. You can tell he left. Like I think at the end of the second season. See, the music drives the show. It's the music, because the storyline ain't all. I mean, the cookie storyline, anything with cookie in it is all that. Anything with that, that the rapper isn't all that. And anything with the singer is all that. And anything with Terrence Howard, you could take it or leave it, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Leave it. <laughs> and they've, they've been baking on, like, big names, like Alicia Rashad and Tay Diggs or really large parts of that. The past couple yeah, of seasons. Like, you know, that, that Tay Diggs is a cornball. You can't rely on Felicia. She hadn't had no kind of career since Cosby. I mean, come on, man. <clears throat> now, what is you know. it? Felicia Rashad is a black legend. We're going to give that woman her flowers and her respect. <laughs> she don't bring nothing to the show. Now, the lady who plays yes, his mom, she, 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 she looks good in crazy. <laughs> she looks good in those clothes. That's all I can say because I didn't watch. She do look good, but that's not that's not enough for me to tune in. You know, you want to watch a good show on Fox? Well, just don't watch Fox. (laughs) 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 I was trying to think of a good. There's nothing on Fox that I watch at all. I wouldn't say I feel that way about CBS, except for um, the only show I really like on there is Young Sheldon. Surprisingly, I don't even like Big Bang. Oh, he's on CBS. I thought that was on a regular channel. Nope, it's on CBS. I like, I don't like Big Bang Theory, but I like Young Children. Is the Big Bang, the Big Bang Theory on CBS? CBS, yeah. Yep. I thought for sure those were on NBC. That is crazy. No, no, it's always been on CBS. And I always, because I was like, I don't watch the show, but I notice old people like CBS. I don't know because <laughs> they turn on the prices right on at 11 o'clock and then they just watch it throughout the day or whatever the fuck, but, or whatever CBS is called now, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's on the same network. All right, so next up, uh, Taylor Swift, all my shit list. Taylor Swift, she can just go away. She's not going to, but I wish she would. No, Taylor Swift sells 50 billion hundred albums. There's no way she's going away. No, but I wish she would, though. I can hope, I can hope for it, and I feel like um, the biggest dud that she took was just that the bullshit with the I, I still can't get over her like her being championed as like the Nazi princess like and her not denouncing it like well it's not, it's, it's, not that she, it's not that she didn't denounce it it's the fact that she didn't I don't uh, it's, it's kind of like her and, and Tom Brady being the Aryan sports champion and as much as I despise Tom Brady I know that's not his greatest wish was to become the uh, the avatar of sports for the Aryan nation. I know that's not his wish, especially with his wife being a, an ardent uh, Democrat and uh, and progressive. So uh, I, I don't know what to say about that, but maybe it's just the way she did. Maybe she didn't do it fast enough. I don't know, but I, I, I no, heard she about it. She absolutely didn't do it at all. Instead, she sent her lawyers to be like, oh, you need to take that shit down for bringing attention to it, to the journalist that wrote it. Oh, no, I'm going to see No, Taylor oh, Swift okay. is a bitch. Like, no. Yeah, no, she didn't do it that, like, she didn't do it at all. 
And and she's just like full woke, full conscious, full feminist, just full. I'm good. Bye. I'm I'm I don't want to see her no more. And don't get me wrong, if she vanished, I wouldn't miss her. I wouldn't. She she'd be the only white woman nobody would look for. I'm sorry, that's a terrible joke. But um, because she's too she's too overexposed. Like everybody has. I think at least Adele comes out with an album every few years, and then she'll sell her ten, twelve, fourteen, sixteen million, and then you know live her life for a few years, and then re- then re-record. I mean, Taylor Swift only has like six albums, but I mean, at the same time, in between, it's all about Taylor Swift. Like Adele will make her albums, and then she'll live her life, and you don't really hear about her until she makes another album and then sells her 16 million, you know, but it's just Taylor Swift. And, you know, she's just out there really just, I mean, and you're supposed to make money if you're a musician. Don't get me wrong. You're not supposed to be broke. If you're making music, if you are, you're doing something very, very wrong. But I mean, she seems like the type of person. I saw some articles about her on Young Turks, but she's really trying to milk her fans for that money. And that's, and that's wrong because her fans will pay it. <laughs> that's the thing. Because our fans are little mm. kids, and they will pay it. I'm a grown ass man. You think I'm, I'm gonna? I love Run the Jewels, but I'm not gonna let Run the Jewels take my money for nothing. I buy their albums. I go to their concerts. Right. Every that. time I hear, every time I hear you say Run the Jewels, I think Killer Mike and that other guy. I don't yeah. know the. No, that, that is that, that is Run the Jewels. That's uh, Killer Mike and LP. Yeah, I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, who's the other guy? Like, I don't know. I'm like, who want me here, Killer Mike? I don't know. Oh, you just like Killer Mike and the other guy. And LP, Killer Mike and the other guy. One of my favorite rappers of all time that no one's ever heard of. But and 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 his song was in that first Black Panther uh first Black Panther trailer. That was that was a Run the Jewel song in the background. Oh, it was okay. Yeah. But I mean, she's too overexposed, and then you know, no one really cares anymore. And then, but you're right, the whole. The fact that she made the cover of Time Magazine in that whole Me Too thing was just like, really, I, I guarantee you, guarantee you, there were at least 12 other women who could have been on that cover instead of Taylor Swift. Of course. Easy. Easy. You know, so I, I'm not missing her. I, 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 I don't know why I say I'm not missing her. I, I've never bought her albums and I've heard like half of a song of hers. <laughs> Only because it was at someone else's house and I couldn't change the station. <laughs> yeah, look. I'm telling you, that's why you gotta stay your ass home, control your own radio. That's my only contribution, though, as far as studs and duds. I'm definitely looking forward to 2018, though. Uh, I'll put it like this. You got any duds? For for my duds, uh, you know what I'm gonna say, Justice League. Holy, holy bleeding hell. Let Let me put it in perspective, okay? Justice League has so far made $600 million, right? Which basically, because of the money that they spent on advertising and all the reshoots and everything, they just broke even. Star Wars did $600 million in one week. So everything they make from now on is just pure profit. You know? Uh, the movie was a mess from the start. The only thing that I could say is that even if Zack Snyder's daughter didn't pass away, the movie would have still been terrible. So we can't even blame it on, on his daughter passing away. The movie was destined to be terrible. Uh, but you could just, it was basically, you know what it's like? It's like if you have a pair of pants that got ripped up by a dog. I know I'm making a very specific uh, thing. But and in, instead of buying new pants, you just sewed the old ones together. And you could see where the old, you could see all the patches. That's how that movie was. Because you could literally tell 
which scenes were Zack Snyder's scenes and which scenes were uh, Joss Whedon's scenes. And that's according to the critics. It was horribly edited. It was just, it was just, and you figure Thor, who was technically a B hero in the Marvel Universe, outsold, uh, outperformed Justice League. So it's, it's it's bad, you know, because now it affects and then Ben Affleck's trying to get out. So now they're trying to figure out who's gonna be the new Batman and it's just you figure for Avengers, that's where Marvel all came together. This is where it's all falling apart for DC. So that was terrible. And then one last uh and there was also the mummy twenty seventeen. Holy Jesus God, what a pile of shit that movie was. You know, Wait, I thought it had so much potential, but anything, in my opinion, from this time period that has uh, Tom Cruise's name attached to it, to me, he just doesn't make good movies. I mean, you could argue me down. You could say, you could say Mission Impossible. Yeah. You could say this, so you could say that. But he is. You no, what, he's, he's a, he's what about um, huh? what about movie with um? Fuck, it was like the kids, and they were like oracles and shit. Identity. Nah, identity. Anything that his name is attached to is Godfrey. Minority Report. I didn't see much any of his films. He's he's Minority Report. Yeah, but that was like twenty years ago. I know it was, but like that's like almost the only movie I was like, yes. And I did like person in every single movie. He's almost like Denzel in that way. Um, but Denzel, you don't see the actor, you see Tom Cruise. You don't see the actor, you see Denzel. You know what I'm saying? Right. With the exception of Denzel's last movie, the that lawyer thing with the Esquire on the end, or whatever it was called. Robin Day yeah. is real. Phenomenal. He played the shit out of that role. Have you seen that one? No, no. no yet, I, I, do, I do want to see it, though. It, it, looks, it looks really good. That movie's legitimately good. It was, it's not your typical Hollywood. I'm really surprised it even made it to um, theaters like that, because it's not typical of Hollywood by any means. Really surprised they got um, green green light it but it's good it is so good it means um, it's not good like oh shit that's my shit it's good like more of a thought provoking way you know what I mean right I, I, I like the part where the uh, what was it um Colin I always forget his last name the uh, word, uh yeah, I usually don't like him but he was good yeah. in it he was really good in it I usually don't even fuck with him like that you know what I'm saying the part where he tends to, where he tells Denzel like, like I sent you emails and he was like some people think that emails go directly to your brain <laughs> just saying yeah okay you sent me an email and now I'm here so so what you know like like uh, I like the whole fact that he's that he's not a people person but is now mm-hmm. forced to deal with people after it was his partner died right and now he kind of has to, because he was like the genius in the background, and now he has to kind of be in the forefront. Right. Yeah. So. But uh, and, and and my one last one, of course, of of the duds, the Trump White House. Let me put let me put it to you like this: if this many people vanished from a household, there would be police tape all around that house. Okay. How many people got fired or quit in the White House this year? You know, it was a year. Uh, it was basically like people had legitimate deadpools, but instead of people dying, it was like who's going to get fired from the White House? And I, and and every time someone got fired, I was like, oh, uh, Sean Spicer got fired. You can cross him off your deadpool. You know, the Trump White House has been possibly the most dysfunctional, non-fictional White House that's ever existed, and. 
he just pretends like he's winning like he's he there was actually an article and i thought it was the onion i really did where trump is like uh you know I, we passed this tax bill why aren't they having a parade for me and i thought that was the onion I'm not lying to you. I thought it was the onion, but no, it was an actual article. He was really like, this is from his aides saying like he's bad because pe- the people didn't uh, appreciate it more. Like his aides, it's like it's like it's like the Lord it's like the Lord of the Flies out there, you know. All his aides are sycophants, and they're basically willing to cut each other's throats. They always leak to the press, which I don't mind so much. But I mean, he fired people right. that he thought were leaking information, and all those people are fired, and information still leaking. <laughs> so, but the Trump White House, put it like this. If I pitched the Trump White House as a TV show and just everything that happened in the Trump White House, I said, you know, I want to make a show about this. Not only would the executives at, the, at the, the television station not go for it, they would have me beaten and they would throw me in a dumpster because they'd be like, that's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard of in my life. But it happened in real life and no one's really paying attention to it. If that was Obama's White House, you would never hear the end of it. So, uh, the White House, and then they basically just make America look like a bunch of jackasses all the time. So, the White House is is definitely my my dud. Just talk about the personnel and everything and, you know, how it's run. It's just absolutely, absolutely terrible. So, but that's all I had. Well, Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah, okay. I, I think I think that's uh, that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, good luck, and um, well, we'll talk again before. Will we talk again before the end of the year? I think we will. It, we'll, we'll get together. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk normally. That's when I'll talk on the air. Well, I guess we just do it for the air. We do it for the gram. <laughs> <laughs> um, have a great um, holiday break, no matter what you celebrate or what you believe in. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Have, have some time, relax, recalibrate. Um, but I would like for you to all to sit down and make a de- We're not talking about resolutions, uh, whatever they call them, when you at January 1st. What are they? What's the what's the term they call? Yeah, New Year's resolutions. Okay, you're not talking about that. We're talking about a definitive game plan. You know, overall game plan or sets of game plans, and write the steps it takes to get there, and and define an agenda in getting it accomplished. You know, what I'm saying that's my hopes for what you do for 2018. For those of us who are a little bit more creative or like a little glitz in our life, like Odie and myself, Odie, let's commit to doing a vision board and, and doing it via that way. You know what I'm saying? Well, okay. I, I, I will say this, and this is a little on the personal side. I have been, uh, I'm diabetic, and I've yeah. been cheating death the last five years by doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. So I figure like this. For my... Okay. My only resolution, my, my plan for 2018 is that uh, I'm going to make death work for it. I'm not just going to lay there and okay. just be like, all right, and death just scoops me up like a bag of garbage. I'm going to make him okay. work for this. He's going to have to run. <laughs> He's going to have to do a little bit of jogging does, um, if, if, if he wants your, to get me. <laughs> does your neighborhood have like a, um, a fitness center built in? Like on, on, no. On, on, on. No, but, but there is a plan of fitness up the, up the street. 
that run what ten dollars a year if you get the regular plan twenty dollars I mean twenty dollars so ten dollars a month regular plan twenty dollars yeah. for the black card oh well here, here here's the uh the sad part i i've been i've been uh, a member since march and i haven't gone and, and i said I, i'm gonna be a jackass when i go this week and just walk in like i've never seen it before like hey what's this place fight club when did this place come up you know, but um, <laughs> that's crazy. Since March, almost a year, and you ain't even tapped into it. That's nope. and that's why I don't like want to subscribe to such programs because I'm like, yeah, I might do it for the first couple of weeks and then fall off, and I'm paying all this money over time. You know what I'm saying? Well, mm-hmm. I, I, I I refuse to quit it because if I quit, I'm never gonna sign up again. So I figure if I keep if that money keeps coming out of my account, it's gonna inspire me to go. I don't know how true that is. You know, I have a movie pass which was once $30 a month, which is now $10 a month. So those who like to watch movies, I would advise you to invest in MoviePass at MoviePass.com where you pay $10 a month and can watch one movie per day, every day, 365 days a year for the low cost of $10 per month. You go one time, you've already paid for your ticket because where I live, South Point, movies start at thirteen fifty. Oh. I always go matinee, so I, I, don't, I don't pay more than like eight eight fifty. So you go two times, you already paid for your ten dollar investment. MoviePass.com, where you can get your movie pass, where you can watch one free movie. Well, it won't be free because you paid ten dollars for it, but one movie per day for thirty days per month. Thirty movies per month, ten dollars in live theater experience. Man, we need to get paid for advertising. You dig what I'm saying? Ah. I, 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 I still have a bookmark on my uh, on my thing because, and, and you know me, I don't drive. So if I find out that the bus goes to the movie theater, then <laughs> I'm going to get it. You and Carrie? Yeah, see what? Yeah. See what this, uh, there should be one on the um, on the bus line or whatever. Uh, you know, yeah. there should be one. Carrie, only bus so big. I know y'all got a major movie theater, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think I got a Cinnabol or something. Yeah. So if, I mean, if there's one near me, if there's, if there's one on the bus line, I'll just go every Saturday. Because I mean, after the yeah. show, I don't do much else. That's right. That's four four mm-hmm. times, which would normally cost you. You say you pay like seven dollars, twenty eight dollars. You save eighteen dollars. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Especially when you know when Marvel starts hitting us with the one two punch in 2018, bro. Mm. So you think well, they got Black four releases next year? They got, got four releases. What was it Black Panther? Um. God, what is it? Black Panther, Avengers. What comes after Avengers? Man, I'm, that might be it. <laughs> <laughs> that might be it. Seemed like it, was, it seemed like it was more, but that might be it. <laughs> it was supposed to be Miss Marvel in 2018, but they pushed it back because of Spider-Man. And they need to push that back. Nobody's looking for her. Maybe she'll make an appearance in um, the new um, Avengers movie, and then maybe we'll be like, ooh, yeah, we got to see her. But right now, I ain't checking for her. Well, you figure like this. No one was looking for Guardians of the Galaxy either, and they made it. So it all depends Ooh, on how good they make true. it. That's true. Put it like you this. Know what? And, one, and one was okay, but two was phenomenal. Oh, Guardians. Yeah. Now, they they actually had to cut a deal with Fox for that because Ego, uh, the villain of Guardians, was a, a Fantastic Four villain. They were part of the Fantastic Four universe. So they mm-hmm. actually had to trade Fox. Well, now they're all the same company now, so it doesn't matter. But they had to, they had to trade Fox to get Ego to use in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. And they allowed them to modify some of the uh, the Marvel characters for uh, for Deadpool, for the next uh, for the next Deadpool movie. 
So if, yeah, I'm glad. You know, even though I don't want them under Disney, I wish they were under somebody else. Definitely not Fox, though. I'm, I'm glad everybody's underneath the same roof for the most part. I think there might be a few scattered ones, but it's the ones that we don't really check for anyway. Maybe yeah. being under Disney, the Fox, the, at least the X-Men franchise will look a lot better than it has been looking. I, I, I will say this the, the, about that deal that makes me laugh is that they bought everything Fox except for Fox News. <laughs> Rupert Murdoch still owns Fox News. Cause they, cool. I, I, they, they, they bought, so not only did they buy the, the, the Marvel stuff, they actually own, own, with the exception of the news. With the exception of the news, they don't own Fox News, and I, and I and I and I want to say Fox Sports. Don't quote me on the Fox Sports, but definitely not Fox News. They were just like, yeah, okay. And doesn't Disney have a hand in like ABC? Yes. Oh my goodness. So so as far as movies go, they own like <clears throat> basically like a sixty percent share of movies that are coming out now. Now that they have uh, Fox, so they were saying you may see some of these tickets start going up. Well, if you have MoviePass.com. <laughs> well, you know what? That, that, that may help them out. Sell some right. more memberships instead of having to pay 15 bucks for a movie. Or 20 if if you're already paying 15 Right. The only, the only bad thing about this acquisition is that how Disney's going to get their own streaming service and we won't be seeing a lot of stuff we've been seeing on other networks. <clears throat> we still with yeah. the, um, if you watch that, um, what is that called? The Shield. Yeah, that's still, that's on ABC, so they own that. Yeah. Um, but you know, like you know, our Daredevil, our, our Luke Cage, our fuck Luke Cage. No, no, not fuck Luke Cage. Fuck Iron Fist. Um, <laughs> Iron, you know what I'm saying? Poor Iron um, Fist. What's her name? Jessica, Jessica Rabbit. Jessica Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I I I put it to you like this, and and and, and but this is my word right here. I have. Amazon, I have Hulu, and I have Netflix, right? I have Amazon right. because of Amazon Prime, right? Also, I wouldn't have right. gotten Amazon on its own. Um, right. if, if, if your show is not on one of these three networks, I'm bootlegging you. Because I'm not buying a fourth streaming service. You can go fuck yourself. That's never going to happen. I have three streaming services. I should have all the shows. So if you have a show that's not on that streaming service, I'm not going to bootleg you. I don't give a shit if your children starve. I'm bootlegging you. That's it. Got, they they got to be reasonable here. Everybody and their grandmother got a streaming service. It's like being right. in L.A. And with, the, and with that, that is okay. our episode of three. He had to give me the T sign. He's like, oh, he's going off a tangent. Give him the T sign. In the city, while I was in New York taking trips, sitting pretty, catch box for that top ten DJ Envy. You say you're making moves, but ain't really fucking with me. I took some time off just to let you do your thing, and now we're bitch back and ain't a damn thing changed. I see you switch your style, look, color your hair. You're trying to find sex appeal that clearly isn't there. Me, 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 might get looking funny when I come around, cringing at the fact Sadie Hawkins stole the crown. Bitches wanna see me fall, knock me off my grind. Now watch you spit my rhyme on the real drum line. Like this, cause I'm 
the shit And bitch, I talk like this cause I'm the shit And can't no other bitch shut it down like this So let the band play while I talk my shit Cause bitch, I'm a cocky motherfucker Cocky motherfucker Bitch, I'm a cocky motherfucker It's time for a road change. Got these hoes standing in the line. So, so, so train. I don't even know these bitches. No, 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 no names. Make these bitches pull their hair out. Road game. I'm a sedity bitch. Run the whole city, bitch. I get that dirty money, niggas thinking that I'm Diddy's bitch. I'm on my nigga shit. Swag so ignorant. All these hoes dumb funded, dumb belligerent. Dudes wanna wife it. Chicks wanna bite it. And I might just let them and give a fuck who I'm like it. S.A. D.I. 10 like Eli. These hoes stay playing, but I'm serious. T.I. And bitch, I talk like this cause I'm the shit And can the other bitch shut it down like this So let the band play while I talk my shit Cause bitch, I'm a cocky motherfucker Cocky motherfucker Bitch, I'm a cocky motherfucker Cocky Feeling like a million bucks. I hate to be you. Yeah, I know your life sucks. I've never been a hater. Get credit to where it's due for all my cocky motherfuckers. I made this one for you. You, you, you can vouch for that, or you can vouch for this. So let the band play while I talk my shit. Yeah, I walk like this, cause I'm the shit. And bitch, I talk like this, cause I'm the shit. And can't the other bitch shut it down like this. So let the 